Hi guys, I'm Amanda Martin from Lindsay Sweet Deals Furniture. I came to Vayner Media because I wanted to see how they could help my business. We did a few initial rounds of questions and we felt that we were a good fit for each other. And what you guys are gonna watch is our first meeting about our brand and just discussing what we were doing and getting into a deep dive of how we operate day-to-day -day business and what we do to try to promote our business and our marketing and just everyday operations and it was so exciting to be in that meeting and go through with all the Vayner mentors and really dig deep into our business. I can't wait for you guys to watch this and hopefully somebody will learn something from it. I had a really good time doing this meeting and I learned a lot and we are implementing some of our tactics and I cannot even begin to tell you how much it has helped and the results that we've been getting and I can't wait for the future and to implement some more of our ideas and tactics. Hope you guys enjoy it. Bye. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be For two and a half years, my family business was known as Shoppers Discount Liquors. There was a sign printed on eight by 10 on the front sliding door that said Wine Library. And that's how I, two and a half years, I traded as winelibrary.com um, and then made the shift to Wine Library from Shoppers Discount Liquors. So one of the things you may want to debate here is if you're trading differently on .com, building up that brand equity, and then if you decide that brand is something that you can put on the front of the building, it might be a worthwhile debate. Yep. So have like a different website name? Yes. Okay. It's the easiest way for you to like solve this potential issue. I'm, I'm coming in cold, I'm listening, but it's, it's being done a lot. Mm -hmm. I see a lot of historical businesses. Wines to sold out, a competitor of ours, is WTSO.com, but the store is Arkin Liquors. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of opportunity to play both fronts mm -hmm. and then you'll have the options to be able to absorb it. And with 85,000 square feet, even if 20,000 or 30,000, how much is retail? Um, no, no, uh, some of it's warehouse. warehouse is probably what I'd, I'd say we're probably, we're probably about 50, right at 50,000 retail. Right, I mean that's unlimited space, AKA, picking one of the corners and doing something just like cool with like coffee and computers and calling it furniture, you know, if you call it, you know, whatever you call it, let's just call it Orsini's house. Let's say that's the brand you went with. Calling that corner like Orsini's cafe. There's a couple tables, little fresh coffee and you've got laptops there and it's all to Orsini's. Now you've injected that in your, it's an organ within your body that eventually could become the body. So Something to think about. Like on the computers, they'd be able to shop the website or? Yes. Okay. It's just establishing the brand strategically. Like I, you know, I would argue one of the things that may come up here today is like literally looking at 5,000 square feet to do something completely left field. Like, like a co-working space. Right. Like if you're selling B2B merch, are you selling to B2Bs at all? Mm -hmm. Not really. It's kind of an interesting conversation, right? Like as startup craze takes over the world, like, like, I know this is super left field, but like, what if you did have 
three to 5,000 square feet of co-working space and had entrepreneurs sitting there, the same way Starbucks has them sitting there. And then that started giving you a B2B flavor because you have people there and all of a sudden even like the area they're in has B2B thinking around, like it's more like do you need a couch for your office? It could just change the dynamics of different usage for you. Um, Look, I think there's, I I think both ways can work. Mm -hmm. I think it just comes down, to me the bigger question is like what are you trying to accomplish, right? You know, so let's, let me ask a different question. What's your lease situation? Uh, we're buying the building. That's great. So, is that a, I assume that's a big capital expenditure? Mm-hmm. So I think you've gotta really be smart here because if you're making that, ca- you know, that cog move, you c- I do not believe it's a good buy no matter how good of a deal you're getting unless you turn the location to something more than what you actually do. I couldn't say this enough. I'm, you're so young. I'm so worried about what your business looks like between a dot-com and a physical location a decade from today, not this year, that I think we, you know, I think what, we're, what this is all about is like for you to like, like, the reason we even built mentors is I knew that in these meetings there's gonna be one to three things that we could bring that are disproportionately impactful for what it costs in return. The number one thing I would tell you is the two things that you need to care, I, I literally don't care about anything else in your business right now other than two things. One, what are you gonna do inside your 85,000 square feet that's different, that has nothing to do or is com- complementary to what you do for the sake of the business? Event marketing, like back to B2B, like real estate market, like what if you are the stage for all real estate events in your, like you have to figure that out. And number two, you have to figure out .com. They, every day that you wake up, first two, like buying good deals, taking care of your staff, taking care of your customers, amazing. Guess what? Number three, four, and five. Number one and two is what other capital are we gonna pour into this 85,000 square feet that are gonna, like, you know, it comes with renovations. You may have to have a separate entrance. You may have to, who knows, right? right? right. I couldn't stress enough of that importance. In parallel, you're pulling from opposite directions. You're making a double investment into your physical and you're trying to almost eliminate people from coming in to build up your dot-com. That religion. It's what I did. I I love giving advice I took. We built a $7 million building while we poured every asset into building winelibrary.com into one of the biggest leaders. And if my dad was sitting here right now, his biggest concern is like, foot traffic is down. The end. Yeah, and I think sometimes my long-term site, that's where I get worried about, but I know that e-com is important as well. There is no as well. (laughs) Everything's equally important. You know, we have to deal with today. No, we gotta think about tomorrow, and and me being on the front end of all this, that's what I deal with every single day. Everybody walks through that door, no matter how I price the floor, what structure I have, they got their phone in front of me. I want I this. I can get it here yeah. for this price. I are you willing to match it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And what, I apologize. What uh, What are you doing in that scenario? In are you matching price pricing? Price oh matching. yeah. I mean, if a hundred percent of the time, if, it if it's legit. I mean, you know, there's some things that we see. Ninety-eight percent. I had, you know, I had uh, an instance the other day where I mean, you know, we was gonna make seven bucks. I think you're. I think you're making a huge mistake then, and you have a huge opportunity. Let me tell you a story. My dad, uh, in the liquor business, they have something called the ABC. They regulate, it's the worst. It's like (laughs) So it's the mafia, you know how it works. Now when you're a distributor, it's good because they're really your partners. When you're a retailer, it sucks. 
nonetheless, when you're a big retailer like me and dad were, it even sucked even more because people are always complaining. And we were always scared of it because my dad came from Russia where people went to jail. We were overreactionary to it. We, we, ABC came in one day and they're like, you can't do case discounts. Like it's inducement of sale. And we're like, everybody, it was, a, it was Nonetheless, I was still at school and my dad's reaction was to put everything at 15% off from bottle one. So it wasn't even a case discount anymore. In essence, everything was on sale. The store was on sale. The store was on sale. So some things were on sale, sale, like you buy, it was 15, it's 9.99. But if it wasn't, if it was just a regular item, it was 15, by default, it rung up at the register 15% off. The problem was, he never told anyone. We did no marketing. So in overnight, one day, we became the best price store in the state. Yet nobody knew and people didn't even know because we didn't even do internal signage. People were literally like, well I'm just telling you the truth. Like people would be like, all right, I'm gonna buy this for 15, you get to the register and it's 1340 and they're like, uh, okay. You know. Price mistake. I am telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, the number one thing I would do right now, temporary, banner sign, not sign on the building, is have as big of a sign as the town will let you say that we match all internet prices, little asterisk, as you get closer to the building, it says 2%, like I would just arbitrarily, and you gotta find out the, like, but I think it's 2% of the times there are some restrictions or private labels that we're unable to match. Nobody driving by your building and coming to your store thinks that. Here's my question. If, if the truth is, if five out of 10 people are actually doing what you just said, uh, I would tell you that you should go there. If it's, if it's one, three out of 10, but it feels like every person, then you've got a debate because you've been giving up a lot of margin. If it's seven out of 10, you might want to make it a permanent sign in your building. Now my question is, what is it really? What's your gut telling I you? Would, I would say that actually approaches me or a salesperson on the floor probably three out of 10. But you know it's in their but minds. When I'm walking around that store. Everyone's on the phone. Know I'm Watching. You know, mm-hmm. 20 feet away. And I see the husband and wife over there with their telephone out. I don't think they're texting their grandkids. They're, you know, they're, do you believe? Do you believe they're looking at the couch, testing, touching, and then ordering online? Because I think that's what's happening from somebody else. Yes, because that's what's happening at Best Buy and Target and many other places. And, and I do realize, even with uh, you can tell, not just internet-wise. I know we're losing some sales there, but even say the Ashley Home Store across town, we sell Ashley furniture as well. There's certain things that they're over there in that showroom they can't find. Maybe if they like their experience better over there and they think they're getting a better price, they're in Lindsay's, sitting on that sofa, walk out the door and go back over there and buy it. Who's a better price, who's, who's, who's the better price, you or them? I, I beat them up and down the road every day. That's when we go to like our Ashley reps, they say that they they bring like the you know they the bring me a piece of paper. I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I, I, came came I didn't realize that Ashley is two things: corporate owned Ashley, where mm-hmm. I got great prices, and franchise Ashley, where yep. I didn't get great prices. And then and then you retailers. And then you got you selling as well. Yeah. And then yeah. you've got uh, Walmart.com. Have you guys have you guys built a private label? We we worked toward it with some Ashley furniture. Uh, of turning a section called our rooms. Ashley will actually provide these tags. We're the only ones that can have it, I think, within 300 miles, something like that. We've been working toward that goal of just snatching the Ashley tags off all, all together, putting the, yeah. the our rooms tag, you know, the I'm listening, tags, keep going. And more or less creating that. Brand. Uh, yeah, that, that hey, this is us, this isn't Ashley. I, I, I realize somebody could lift a cushion, they could figure it out. 
but most people shopping furniture, they don't, in my eyes, they don't know the difference between Coaster Ashley or Jim Bob. I never, I have no, yeah. Yeah, they, they, they sit on it, they like it, they feel it, they touch it. It looks good, let's it. go. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about the profit to me. I mean, if we're not making profit. Right, because Mr. Lindsay mean, grew up in the day of discount, the way my dad did. Yeah, that's what my dad did too. He buy a couch for four hundred dollars. He sell it four hundred twenty-five bucks, and it was all about this big number at the end of the day. But if you didn't make any damn money, well, he was trying to make as much pro- like sales as possible. Yeah. Sales, yeah. Yep. I, listen, I know it. I'm actually a believer in it. <laughs> VaynerMedia doesn't make any money either. I believe in it. You just have to, you have to get the biggest value for it, and then to your point, like. It also depends on like what you're trying, you know, 10% profit at the end of the year feels different at four and 40. Yeah. Gary, what made you pivot? Because there may be some similarities there. They, they came in with an expansion plan and didn't you originally think you were gonna have 10 wine libraries? Yes. And, and then moved in a different direction, one, one giant one? Because the dot com had way more potential in it than I anticipated at the time. But you still expanded the one that you had. Dramatically. Started at 32,000 square feet and now at 85. Yeah, but moments in time, right? Yeah. Like, like I, would ne- I would, I mean, if I could decrease, the, if I could eliminate the second floor of my dad's store right now, I would. And I think categories as well. Because I just, I just think that them making the business, the buying, why are you buying the building? Just because you're young and like, like, let me just buy an asset? Yeah, because yeah. I mean, down the road. It's an asset. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's right. I and why? Because the landlord's selling. Huh? Landlord's selling. Uh, Did Mr. Lindsay never own it? No. Interesting. It was a different guy. Like he's out of Birmingham, but it was actually an RV center. And he doesn't live. He doesn't live in Panama City. It sat there empty for sale for a really, really long time. And we were in the same plaza, and our lease was up. And so we started debating, and we're like, well, I mean, it just at the time made sense cool. to go ahead and purchase. And you did that already, or? I mean, we're still paying, obviously, but. Of course, but you did buy it. You're, you're paying, got it, oh, great, awesome. And so then the same owner actually has a piece of property next door, still wooded, but my long-term goal is buy that, tear all the woods down, and make that the warehouse. Interesting. So then I can take the wall back down. If you do not, if you do not build a private brand, you will lose. If you don't make a massive commitment to building a brand, you will lose. I genuinely believe that. You're making such an investment in a decreasing asset to where the future is going. Mm-hmm. You have to at all costs. And whether you start light with using Ashley to do it for you, and you graduate one day because there's a third part, you know, senior partner here and her or his job is to go to China and because she used to work at Ashley and now she's your creator of product. Mm-hmm. She comes back with a bubble wrap based, you know, you know, like, you know, fabric this, you know, five people couches instead of one or right. foldable or that. I saw that one company you can make the couch in a box, right? Expandable, you know. So whatever it is, I'm gonna tell you right now, one man's point of view, what I think you paid for, you have to figure out what to do with some of your space that does not do what you do now. That has to be so left field thinking. Co-working space, a cafe, Number two, you have to figure out .com. And I mean like, yesterday. Uh, yesterday. And number, I apologize, and yes, of course. And then number three, you have to create a private label. Name it after some kids, grandkids, uncle, Lindsay himself, maybe when you rebrand the company, maybe that's the private label itself. Who the knows? It will be your only asset. You're so young. 
it's going to be your asset in 30 years. Your private label business will be more valuable than your real estate. Are you able to offer something above and beyond the actual product? So to me, where this, the next logical place to have a conversation is the service of room design. You know, the thing that makes somebody actually buy from you and pay $35 more is that they value the $100 room design fee from Sarah that you built up on YouTube and Facebook and Sarah is your Sarah. Okay, so one of the things I'm, you know, this is a very comfortable zone for me to strategize around because I lived it. Service layered on top of retail is a very big deal for you because, you know, in, if you go far out with the shipping, you know, me, sing, in my 20s, single guy, and I want to put like furniture, I don't know where to put it, like whatever, like if I knew that I could spend an extra 100 bucks because the website showed a video and she's like, I'm Karen, I'll literally come to your house for an extra 100 bucks on top of your $1,000 order and it's super worth it because I'll feng shui this and I'll shmay this and I'll whatever it is, I, I think you need to start debating that. I mean, everything that I'm hearing from your business is what I love because you've got like the foundational aspect of it down but you guys are smart and realize that's like a, a rat race. Like if you stay, if you keep doing the business the way you're exactly doing it, there'll be good years, there'll be bad years, but like it all is getting trickled away every single day, right? It's kind of why I had to do a wine club for my dad, right? He needed an injection this last summer because he needed more cash to do more marketing and I created a wine club that generated $2 million for him. Every single month he's getting that and we're able to use those dollars to market and now we're starting, got it? You need those injections. You need, you need to, to me, it, dot com is not an injection. Dot com's a artery that runs, like, it's not, like, back to a body, like, like, dot com's like, I don't know, a heart. Like, a, like a, what else can't you live? One. But you can live with one, right? With one, yes. Yeah, so I'm thinking about only one, like, what else can't you live without? Fair. So like, <laughs> let's, so to me, no, that's perfect. The retail store is the heart and the brain, right? The heart and the brain, and the heart could be the store, and the brain could be the dot com. I like the analogy of that, and like that is not like that's not being creative. That's just table stakes. Adding a service on top of with videos with you too, because you never go away, and a new interior designer. Adding a private label, taking five thousand square feet in your store, and literally going rogue as like I don't know. Put a fitness thing in. Like, could you imagine if you put like you know how many influencers in fitness there are on Instagram now? Could you imagine if you just put a fitness area in there and literally it was in essence a free workout club? Or like, Kia who put that child's uh, area where the kids play. Or you start, like, you're... I've you're seen you're, some who have IMAX theaters. Like, I think in Connecticut. There's, there's, one, one. Yeah, there's one in Connecticut that's a climbing wall also in it. Mm-hmm. The furniture store? Yeah. yeah. Makes Sense. Makes sense. Swedish meatballs at IKEA. Well known. Well known. People go there to just have the Swedish meatballs. You got to give them another reason to come. When I've been saying that the last like six eight months, just we need to become a destination. You're too big. Eighty five thousand square feet. Well, and another. And I apologize real quick because I don't want to lose the thought. And if you reverse engineer who your clients are, then you can really make it good. Meaning. You know, that's why like classes, we're starting to play with a little bit at Wine Library. Like, you know, if you're doing business classes, 
It's just, you know, like there's, you know, like think about like who you want because like if you do, you know, like one of the, so I did something for the last year there at Wine Library as well where I'm running Facebook ads to give away $10 worth of free food. Straight up. Just walk in, get some sausage, get some cheese, like get some pickles and like 909 and walk up to the register, scan a barcode and you're out. And it's driving my dad crazy. <laughs> because, because, and you'll love this, Dennis. He goes, the Russians are coming in here and they're sending their aunt and their uncle. And, you know, and I'm like, Dad, the whites and the African Americans and the Latinos, and they're also doing it, but the Russians rub you the wrong way. He goes, I know, because they're speaking Russian. He doesn't know that he can understand them. And they're like, these, and they're saying things like, these idiots, they don't realize we're getting $50 worth of free food. And I'm, and I'm saying to my dad, I go, Dad, you don't get it. If you run the numbers, if you look at the receipts, we're making enough on the added sales for the people that aren't breaking the system and are buying $280 worth of stuff on top of it and we're running it in hours where we don't have people coming in and it's great for all the people driving by our highway seeing a full parking lot at 10 a.m. Got it? Brand. I think about brand. You know, you live in Springfield, you've now started shopping at King's too. Supermarket started having wine, hurt our business. Makes sense, right? Convenience. They're four, five, six, seven dollars a bottle more. But you're, it's an affluent area and like, I don't want to go to Wine Library for 10 minutes and pay seven dollars less on a $17 item. I'm rich, right? Like, and so, a person driving to King's to their food market at 9.35 in the morning and seeing a full wine library parking lot, that works. Your wife. Uh-huh, they're like, yeah. just have anybody, like a human, like, oh, they're busy. They're busy. So, food trucks is another thing that's really worked for me. I don't know, we, you're parking, you own the building. Yeah. Is, it, is a, it's a shopping center or a freestanding store? Shopping center. So you don't own the shopping center? Well, that part we own, so it's, Seven and a half yeah, it's still part. You have a lot of parking. Can I make a huge, huge random idea? You should do food truck events in your parking lot on weekends. There's so many food truck businesses in Florida. Go on Twitter, find them. Go on Instagram, find them. Invite them, offer them free space. Be like, hey, come, you know, you know, and then market it. Do you have an email newsletter for your customers? Okay, we have to do that ASAP. Highly, highly, do you have any, do you have a, car, a card, a membership card? You have no data on your customers? This is great. This is so fun for me. <laughs> you have to do, how bad is your POS system? Old school? Old school. You should have every single customer's information. Every single customer. You have a high ticket item. Right. What's the average sale? 1,500. Me, this is great. 3,000 purchases a year, roughly. Roughly. Right. Can you sell something less expensive? Can you make a, can we come up with a signature product? What happens when it snows? Like, can you, like, it doesn't snow in Florida. Yeah. What, let me, I'm sorry, that's not where I'm going. No, we have five. Right, the world. What happens when it snows? Fans and air conditioning, like, do you go that route? Like, you don't go into that, you don't go hardware-y that way, right? Do we have universities around? Um, community college. I mean, how big oh, actually, Florida State I mean, has a branch there. Okay. So, uh, yeah. What do you mean? Has, tar- oh, has tar- a tar- tar- target buses students before they move into dorms every year. God, there's so much you can be doing. It's there's cool. No dorms. There are no dorms. Yeah, no dorms. It's a commuter. It's a commuter yeah. FSU. Rentals. Rentals. Yeah, exactly. and then we have a lot of new developments going up. Back, back, back to school drives when you send buses bring hundreds of students. They shop. Mm-hmm. You drive them back. 
Gary, what do you think about this? Um, the new brand, it's, it's an e-com or digital company that happens to have a retail location. It's completely different thinking. Not that you have a retail store that has a website. Right. It's an e-com company that happens, that happens to have a retail location. That's what Wine Library became. Yeah. I like it. I mean, I, just, just the dynamic of what we do every day and what I live every day on the front lines, I, I just feel like we got to get there. So here's what I would say. A couple things you have to wrap your head around. You're going to have to hire somebody to run your dot-com. You're going to have to have too much expertise to compete. It's not 1997 anymore where like everybody was kind of figuring it out. You have too, you're going to compete, you're going to need something. You know? And the good news is there's a lot of young bucks out there who will love the autonomy and will flat out think I'll take this job because I'll be able to learn everything and I'll leave in three years and honestly, that's a good trade. Good for you, good for them. Like, you know, the, I do believe in parts of the country, you can get somebody that's very knowledgeable, bless you, for 40 to 60,000, which would be, we would laugh here, it would cost us 250 for those skills, but I do think it's out there, I do, I really do. You gotta find the right kid, or the right retiree, or like, there's a million different things, you know? Yeah, because that's my biggest thing. Like, the website we have now, we only have seven to 10 of our companies on there, because that's all the catalogs that the website company has built but that's 10 is all they allow me on there so there's so many more brands and what do you products. use what do you use for that because I couldn't figure out like what the, platform the company yeah. it's a renaissance group out any of reason why Jersey. why you use that and because not like they're Shopify more, they're more catered to the furniture industry really so they already had like the catalogs built so all I had to say was okay add these companies and then here's my markup and then it was done I didn't have to send them a bunch of pictures I didn't have to send them when we rethink sales. it we can we can think like Shopify gives you mm -hmm. a tremendous platform and then on top of that you could Building that catalog, I've built catalogs that are 25,000 items, mm -hmm. you know, and, and it's an investment. Once you right. make that investment, right. you, you could be the platform. Because right. right now, you're getting boxed in yes. to no uh, solutions, right? <laughs> <laughs> no solutions yet, exactly, except from there. Um, let's quickly shift gears to brand, mm -hmm. right? Like, what kind of brand are you envisioning you can't build? What do you have in your guts, right? What is it that you have that differentiates yourself from, from others? whether it's in real life or online, like give us your thinking, initial thinking, and then we'll start reacting. Oh, I have to really think about the brand. <laughs> um, what do you want to stand for? Um, I would personally like to stand for, I mean, being there for the customer. Uh, I need to say this, but I don't always think the customer is right, but I want them to have a good shopping experience. This is a lot of money. $200, $500 could mean the world to somebody, and I want them to know that we appreciate them spending their hard-earned money at our store on us. We want to give them a great experience. We want them to not leave and be pissed off. Some people are just unreasonable, so you can't help everybody, but um, helping a majority of our customers get what they need and not have to go to Amazon to buy sheets and not having to go to Walmart to get pillows. We want to be, I want to be the all-in-one. Mm -hmm. So what I'm, what I'm hearing is customer care, right? Being there for customer was the first thing that you said. It's, it seems like it's in your heart. Uh, so uh, 
here, then uh, value for money, but this is a shopping experience with another one. Mm -hmm. Selection, right? So, um, good. Excellent. What, what, um, talk, talk to us about your current customer experience because that's what we've, we've, we've been hearing a lot about. Um, I'd say, I mean, it's pretty good right now. Um, my assistant, she's she's chatty Kathy, so. Mm -hmm. Let's pause. Um, take us through uh, customer experience when she walks into your store. What mm -hmm. happens? Uh, they get greeted at the door. Um, you have a person standing there. We, we try to. We are. Try to always make sure somebody's right. How many there. people do you have on the floor? Try to have four to five. One lady just quit, so. Well, and, and, and this is sort of a part that I've been waiting on because this is the thing we have. Panama City Beach is small. There's a lot of drug addicts. Uh, <laughs> educated people down there, to, I mean, they're, yeah, that's they're right. very minimal. Uh, to, to find somebody who even wants to get off their Hustle. And yeah, and show up to work hard. I get it. Much less somebody who's going to come in there and be what we want. That's going to put forth the effort, or have the visions, or the wants, and the and the growth that we want to have. I, you know, I'm to a place to where we we have to hire warm bodies. In a lot of ways, I wouldn't hire these people in a million years. Five or ten years ago. Yeah, but just to have what you know, what you said, you know, to to be so sure somebody's greedy. We we we, we, we had a very similar situation with uh, Wine Library. We did something that came unnatural to us. It, we went to the sphere a little bit further. Paid a little more. We recruited a little bit different. We went to some colleges further out of our realm. We now have more, we used to have all our employees travel within 15 minutes. We now have plenty of people commuting 40 minutes. We're kind of paying a little bit more to subsidize that travel cost, but it really worked for us. I would really look at, you know, whether it's community colleges or other things, it's gonna cost you more money. But you're gonna, you're, the delta's bad, like, the, how, much, how much would that kind of person, what, what would you pay them, minimum weight? Like, what's, the, what's that entry level? More, more $10, $12, but, and, and in what you said, I mean, uh, Amanda and I talked about it, and, and, we've, and we've stepped that game up. I would highly recommend going further out and going 14, you're just gonna win. And there's no commission tied to their salary. It's just, just salary. So they get mattress, uh, you know, like mattress spiffs and warranty spiffs and different things like that. I mean, you know, they can make up to a hundred dollars on one mattress. Really? I added to it, but you take. <laughs> I want to go sell a mattress. <laughs> like, really, hundred bucks? We should do it on a weekend. Yeah, we should. But I think where we mattress where labor, we that, where that disconnect comes because you've got the the quality of ten or twelve dollar an hour person here. Even though they, you're dangling that hundred dollar carrot, they can't obtain that hundred. Makes sense. They just makes sense. Makes sense. I think it's about kissing more frogs. Yeah. It worked for us. I, I told like I was like Brandon, we just need to hire way more. Brandon, like you, has been in our business for 20 years. I don't know how long you've been, but like, you know, you get caught in your old habits. It, it's very hard at retail not to think about what you used to get for 850 an hour. Like I know what you're going through. This is why this works for me. This is why I can give this yeah. advice. It worked. We went to four, we went to fourteen. We went further out our circle. A ton of people suck still, but but we got over the course of a year seventy one people in, seventy people in, and like four were phenomenal. And now they're a foundation, and we're going to get two, three, four years out of them. And yeah, well, and I think coming out of uh, 
you know, coming out of the Mr. Lindsay era, that was a lot of what it was. I mean, Jim, that old school, old way, you know, by God, I'm giving you $10 an hour, you know, you dedicate yeah. your yeah. life to me. Yeah, basically. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> My dad literally paid people three, about 50, 550 an hour back in the day when I started and thought they should treat it like it was their own store. Including yeah. you. Uh, two for me. I was under, <laughs> I was under the table. I was, two, I was two bucks a business. Two bucks. I was like, I was supposed to pay him. Dude, honestly, I swear to God, that's a great idea. I, like, I'm, I, I think everything, like I would basically look at the, in this, like the area and try to figure out what's underserved. Is there, one, is there one coffee shop too little? Is there one gym too little? Is there one salad, you know, like a soul cycle like type of bicycle? Like, like is, there not, is there no co-working space? To me, all of it's interesting. I just know for fact that when you have that kind of an asset of 85,000 square feet, there's more you can do. You know, what, what we're not talking about yet is our ability to help you once you hire somebody to run Facebook ads. They're the best local ads you could ever imagine. All the things that Mr. Lindsay did with direct mail and coupons or whatever he did to build up the business 30, 40 years ago, like that I did as well, like it works. It just works. And so like, but when you have something to say, it's better. Like, you know, targeting people that live within a 20 mile radius that are into, you know, you know, uh, CrossFit that you now have a free gym in the middle of your store is a conversation. So I think that's right, Sabir. I think I think to me what I try to get out of my time here is the most macro. And we're gonna be together again, but like to me, between now and the time we get to see you again, I want I want the framework I see you guys taking notes. I wanna know what we're doing with dot com. It's it's the brain. Can't can't be a person without brain. I wanna know how you're thinking about the physical location to do something else with it. I want to know how you're thinking about um, the private label. Uh, and I want to know, that those two are the three and then the next tier gets into making sure we get data from everybody. The strategy around hiring a little bit further out. You know, the, that's your business. Like this is, you know, there's a very specific reason that every time I'm out of my, like Wine Library over the last five years is probably the best work of my career. I never talk about it. Like, it's really hard to turn around a business that starts declining to grow immediately, but I do it every time. Uh, it doesn't grow as much as it deserves to grow because it's, you know, but it's the same shit. My dad falls into classic behavior. I'll use classic, because I don't think it's bad or stupid or, it's classic. It's classic. It's what got you there. Yeah. And, and that is what humans naturally do. And you do a version of it. But this is like, we have to do something completely different. Um, but What's the ambition? The food truck thing would work. Right. Yeah, we have one guy, prime rib, and we asked him and he's like, I can't, I don't know why I can't put it in a schedule. We must have like too many spots or something. I respect that. So I'm gonna keep, I, keep, well, I wanna keep. Is your parking lot busy on the weekends? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like for the center? Well, I think that's really going to improve. It's an older shopping center. They're putting uh, some kind of electric go-kart track in, actually in our old building. We're still in the same shopping center that the old location that we leased was in. Um, there's a Dollar General there. The only problem is we're on the far end of that shopping center. Like what I was telling you, people are like, where are you? We're in the parking lot. You'll never believe this. My dad's liquor store, his first one, was in Clark, New Jersey. The whole shopping center 
was over here. You'd come from the road here and like all the stores are here and my dad's liquor store was here, <laughs> freestanding. And that's kind of like how we're <laughs> In the same shopping center. And uh, so I get it, man. I get it. And my store, Wine Library, was freestanding and all the stores I competed against would have like a Whole Foods and their shopping. Like I'd always be I'd be like those they get all this by accident business. Yeah. I get every customer I have I'm earning. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Well, then they built the Hathaway Bridge that comes, like say the store sits here, the bridge comes up and goes this way. So it's even worse because we're not <laughs> here in this corner. So, I mean, if you're heading west, you don't even see it. there's really no way to turn in there unless you turn the light up here. That'll get you in the shop signage. center. Otherwise, you have to go down yeah, turn have around, signage, but come back up to it. Okay. Still, yeah, they just still. Are you, are you advertising? Mm-hmm. Where and how? Um, Facebook, and then in that goes to Instagram. Um, texting program, commercials on TV, commercials on the radio. And what do you think? Right? Yeah, was. I stopped that. Stop what? Yelp. Yelp. Yeah, so I wanted to try different things. Yep. So I quit Yelp. Um, 19 billboards. And how, that's great. Billboards. Old, like old deals, like you got some good locked in deals. Right? Yeah. I like outdoor well, when it's priced right. right. Well, in the little jingle and the whole nine yards that's been around these six years, I mean, little kids sing this stuff. You have a jingle? We hear people say that. What's the jingle? Can I hear it? That, you know. You guys you heard people it? People say, I don't know about Lindsay's furniture. I mean, you know, the next guy beside him would be like, you're an idiot. You, you must not watch TV, listen to radio, or drive down the road. So, you know, how can you not know about Lindsay's furniture? But you might not be in the consideration set of buying, I don't know any furniture store. I don't even know a name of a furniture store. Bob's Discount Furniture's on my Yeah. Bob's Discount. Like, like, I have never bought furniture. Raymore and Flanagan. Oh, I know that one. But like, but like, like that, like, I've never heard of Ashley's. I have no idea what the talking about. I can't, I know. It used to be heard of it. Levitt, Siemens. Yes, those, those I know, I, know. I remember those. And I think a lot of these players are also regional. Now you're getting newer um, furniture stores like Wayfair that does. A yeah, Wayfair's a problem because they're the. Of course. I made a lot of money on the stock. It has gone up like this. Great, you're winning. They're losing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wait a wait a. Any sort of like attribution modeling to be able or looking at your media and being able to figure out the effectiveness of that media? Absolutely not. No. No way, because they don't have the data on the yeah. other part, yeah. right? They're not collecting that data. So even it, even when you you know even when you can, it gets hard. With Facebook, do they can they come with like a coupon or something to the store, and you give them like I don't know, ten dollars off of this sofa or hundred dollars off? You got running right now, twenty percent off. Is it a coupon or yeah, is it a verbal? But again, you're not collecting the data at the register, so you're not sure. You're getting the transactional benefit, but not the, yeah. Yeah, But on the invoice, you're giving them that 10% discount. So if you kind of look back at that handwritten invoice, you would see that it was 10% discounted. Right, right. Yeah, and then like March, we did a scratch-off for St. Patrick's Day. I love you. (laughs) I love that, man. I'm telling you, like, that's the I do. I believe in that. Yeah, so then there's just like one weekend where the <laughs> files have all those in them and pretty much everybody used it. I don't think there was, I saw a couple in the trash, but I, I think most people used it right there. What do you mean, how did they get the scratch off? 
when they walked in the door. You gave a scratch up, yeah. and they scratched off, and it would say 10, 15, 20% off? Yeah, 10, 10% off, 20% off free delivery, and then we had a $1,500 shopping spree. Did somebody want it? Yeah. Did they lose their uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 We kind of gave, gave it somebody we wanted to give. <laughs> <laughs> there was actually four or five of them in there. But, you know, we only gave out They stayed home. It was not Teresa, right? <laughs> not Teresa. <laughs> oh, yeah. Once again, I think they own five condos down there. You know, I just called Jill and said, Jill. I would send Teresa to. Or, you know, like my, I would send her to like Las Vegas. I would send her to Napa. I can't send Teresa anywhere. <laughs> She's my assistant. So we built like a second office, and, like within the store, just for like a checkout window. And he goes, "Are you putting her in there?" Is it? No. I said, "When I need somebody, yell at." I'm like, "I need her right there." She's That's like cool. my Google assistant. I get it. I'm like I Teresa. Remember that your new name is Alexa. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, a couple of other questions. So, growth might be limited by our geographic location, right? So, we need to understand then what's happening with demographics. Is that 100% true? No, I'm like, saying is it like stock? Might. No, no, I didn't might. say that you could have it. I didn't say that this is. I'm saying that this is an avenue that we have to explore to understand what is our geographic limitation, who is our competition, and your ambition, right? How far do you want to go? Like. 10, 15 years down the road. That's exactly right, Dennis. Who, whom, do, whom do you want to be? The biggest bad Top 100. Top 100 in the country? Mm -hmm. Okay, good. So that, that, because that will calibrate our approach. I think that that needs to be debated for a second. Because I think it's the right answer from entrepreneurs, but I think we actually should talk about it for a second. Because this is where I think I can help. That's super arbitrary. 100's like a good number. I get it. I actually think you need to ask yourself, like, here is why VaynerMedia and Wine Library really, really won. Because I didn't need any money. And I don't mean it's because I already had money. It's because I don't need any money. How much profit is the business making? And obviously you're running your lifestyle through it. You're paying yourself to be able to, like, right? Like the profit that it makes at the end of the year, you're kind of rolling back into business or are you taking that out for whatever's, you know, right. So, so the, your lifestyle is predicated on the salaries you guys have created, right? But you're also paying off, you've also purchased a really good asset, right? You're, you're paying off that, you know, mortgage through that, you know, that's dragging into your profit, right? It's pretty much, you know, this is literally my dad's business. Yeah, literally. It's sort of like literally. The inventory is in the It's not in the bank, 12. but it's in the warehouse. <laughs> no ABC, though. But geography because of physical. No ABC, but like the world coming down their throat on dot com. You know, what's one good thing about the liquor business is it's regulated, so it's not fun. There is no wayfair. There's no liquor leader because it's fragmentation at scale, protected by laws. I, I think one thing that I think you should really think about with each other since you're really partners in crime, I would highly recommend mapping out how much money you want to take home over the next 20 years. I'm not kidding. Like, number by number. Be by the way, I don't care if it goes down. I know nothing about you. Like, like, I'm making less money than I have because I have a vision. And everyone's allowed to do whatever they want. It would really, really, really help. Because the number one thing that you have to do to, to win, in my opinion, is to invest every dollar properly to maximize your growth. The more dollars you have, the more you can invest. It's the scrutiny of your expenses 
and what you're doing on the advertising front and then into what, to me it's very simple, create containers, that's back to .com, something in store, private label, those are the containers. And then what do you spend money on to make those containers successful? Got it? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, what's a very unique thing, and I'm saying this more for the team because they get them in the right place, VaynerMedia was built very uniquely. There, there haven't been many people that have come into the advertising space that really saw an opportunity to leverage their personal brand as a gateway branding mechanism to a large Fortune 500 consumer set and then convert it. Like, so like, I spent, like, when we look at our P&L, my team, is an expensive line item. It's not the kind of thing that other companies have, but they have a new business team that has, and so like, but I knew what containers I had, what I was trying to accomplish, and then I started spending against those containers. Building a dot, you know, right now with that little of margin and me assuming back to family business, like, you know, get, I, I understand the size here. It's not like you guys are rolling it and buying mansions and Porsches. Well, guess what? A new POS system hiring a full-time dot-com person, the capital expenses of doing something new inside the store that might cost renovations, I'm not so sold that you have the cash flow for all of that. And so then I say to myself, okay, what are they spending money on for advertising? I believe some of it is way less valuable than you think because you can't measure it right now. So you might feel 19 billboards are awesome and they might not be, or they might be. Maybe it's actually 29 and no commercials. Maybe it's just commercials. How much are you spending on marketing? 350. Yeah. So a year. Like roughly 34,000, I think it was, 35,000 a month. And what's it broken down to? It's 25% digital, 25% TV, uh, out of home, I think it was 16%. Uh, What do you think is working the best and what do you think is working the, working the worst out of your advertising, if you just had a guess? Uh, ra- ra- radio Pandora 14, television 24, digital 24, I mean, boards Why are we doing Pandora? I did it um, at the end of 16, beginning of 17. Um, is it targeted local? It was, yeah. And was it working? No, so I stopped. Okay. Because yeah. I was just well, looking and, at. And I sort of. I love that you tash so smart, right. 100%, right. forever. Well, and, and like I get a little scared because <laughs> we do so much that I'm like, I don't wanna drop this because what if that was working and that, it takes three more months and, to get and it And that's back. why, here's what I would tell you. I'm convinced that your 34 can be 15, do exactly what it's doing, I just don't know how right. yet. Right. And then all of a sudden that 20 becomes 240 and that 240 pays for our POS, it pays for 49 year old, young Sabir, who can like actually be there day in and day out, you know, right? He's growing here back, I'm pretty impressed. I mean, you know. I have to give it off when it gets warmer. So, you know. I look like Dr. Evil when I. <laughs> so, I think that's where you have to look at a little bit. I think it's gonna cost you a little bit more for staff if you go down my route and go 14, 15 outside, but I think you'll get that back and people, you know, 15, 14 guys and gals do care a little bit more about that 100 to your point, which means you're selling an extra mattress, you're not giving them 100 for hex and giggles, it matters for your business. I, I think still going back to, Please. The, uh, to the vision, ambition, because even financing might be an option, right? If the vision is there, if the mechanics of it are there too. So it's not necessarily financing tomorrow, right? It might be three years down the road when we have the brand, when we have all of those private label right running, then all of a sudden you're ready. 
Look, I think, I think that's probably right. I, I think what we need to do here as a team is figure out, you know, if that's truly three years from now, let's say, arbitrarily, like, I don't have a whole lot of energy to like get too overly worried about that right now because it's just further away. I mean, to me, it's just like, the, th- the 34K a month in marketing is awfully interesting. Mm-hmm. Because when you have a legendary business that's been in the same general location mm-hmm. for how many years? Six. You, but you've been in the same shopping center for? Six. Oh, you moved from a, We were like, it was in the middle of the shopping center yep. and then up until six. I got it. We but bef- down at the end. But you're still in that same shopping center. Mm-hmm. And how long, six, you yeah, said? Six years. And before that, where was it? Uh, that's we started six years ago. That was when no, the legacy no, 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 brand no, no, no. was yeah, for twenty five years and a few locations. I totally understand. Uh, you know, to me, to me, okay, got it. That is a little bit different. It'll be interesting to see um, the advertise. I mean, that's your biggest expense. You know, you got your mortgage, you got your advertising, you got your payroll, right? Inventory. How how are you guys? You know, actually, that's a good one. And I know I got to run in a second, but like. That one helped us quite a bit at, uh, at Wine Library. You know, old school thinking is, you said it the same way that I think about it and my dad thinks about it, inventory, paid for. It's an asset, right? It's in the vault. Oh, my bo- next question, inventory on hand. Yeah. And why do you- How much inventory, them? yeah. How much inventory are you holding? A lot. I know. Let's talk well, about and it. That, <laughs> and that goes back from, that, that comes back from Mr. Lindsay. I mean, Amanda and I's, big part in this has all really happened over the past year. I believe it. The changes and, and, and everything that we- Because Mr. Lindsay opened that place six years ago was still in the game pretty seriously. Yeah. Understood. Like, Amanda- And why is he out of the game? Trouble. Just got older? Is he sick? Is he okay? No, he's fine. Almost sick. He's just yeah. tired? Yeah, he's just he's like, yeah. He's like, I believe you can do it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah, like, fine. I think that or was that his... she was gonna kill him. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, finally I found somebody who can do something? He yeah, believed, yeah, sort of. I mean, he And how long have you been in the business? I've only been in the furniture business three years. Oh, very interesting. 21 in beer, but furniture's new to me. But I love it. I get it. Uh, but like we was at High Point last week, buying furniture, mm-hmm. you know, uh, all the new stuff, you see it, and then you get it, you know, probably August, September. Jim would go to those markets and he didn't give a damn. He spent $800,000 on oak from 1970 that nobody even wants. He just would just go buy, 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 buy. I mean, it had to be. Because he buy for 50 bucks instead of 100. He loved closeouts and I don't think he ever sense. understood that it was a closeout for a reason. Um, well, he believed in his salesman. I mean, I bought closeouts, like, I love closeouts because I knew I could sell them when nobody else could. Yeah. I, I mean, he didn't, go out, he, he, he didn't go out of business. He just knew that he would be able to, somebody come in and want to buy something, he would be like, don't buy that, buy this for 55 bucks. And we're stuck with a ton of that. Still. 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 Okay, this, no, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk yeah. about it. How much? No, this is, you have, to understand, you have to understand. How much, when you come back here, I want to see how much inventory you have that you deem. Retail or cost? Cost. Okay. And retail. Okay. How much you think? Gut. I know. I, mean, I know it could be. You could be way off. Five hundred to a million. Old inventory. Yes. That's probably worth. Well, no. I'm thinking. Old yeah. You're building. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Five hundred retail. Probably. Old 15, in the past huh? six years or old in the twenty-five years. Um. There's probably shit in there from 2015. Like if I had to go back and find a price because it's discontinued or closed out, I would have to go to 2015. And Jim would run to get a price. tent sale after tent sale after tent sale, but he would put this same. 
and the same John every yeah. single time. And then nobody so eventually wanted to the tent sale wasn't effective. Yeah. And so the tent sale brand got killed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I get well, it. Well, we changed it last year. Yeah. To what? Like our annual sale, we actually put good out there and that we were able to get at a discount. That and it sold. And people, we heard a lot of comments. People would like, say, well, this is really the best it. one. Yeah. Okay, so we were talking about serendipity before. So there's this company that I write checks to, uh, like a repair company, and their address is, I don't know, 1202 Gary Avenue, Suite 5. <laughs> Suite 5. That is a good karma. I thought about that like what, two months ago. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Go find that company for me, James. M and A, Painter X. Send me a ham sandwich. I'm super pumped right now. You've given me a real light. I'm telling you right now, that half a million to a million, and and you think that's cost? I think cost. you're you're guessing. Yes. It's fine. Yeah. And would would it be appropriate to think that? You're gonna have to sell that for like 50 cents on the dollar less than the cost Some to like, it, yes. yeah. Mm -hmm. You really, this is a real opportunity, guys. Like, like this is where a lot of retail stores lose. They put their head in the sand because they don't even want to think about it because they know it's a mess. Meanwhile, it's the place where like, you could give it away and change your business. Mm -hmm. There's so, I mean, you have to understand, you've given me ammo. Yeah, there's a bunch of bullets sent back. Yeah, bullets. Ready to be shot. You can fuel the other three points. You know how much better your radio yeah, campaign will work funded. that says we're giving away $10,000 worth of furniture in the first hour this Saturday? Like, you've got ammo. You've got, am you've got two things that I need. This is how I built my dad's business. He had the same, this is deja vu. He had ammo and he had advertising or not advertising. It was either advertising that wasn't effective or he had no advertising. Like, again, you've already probably made a commitment to the radio thing. All you have to do is just change the copy. So you pay another 50, 500 bucks, whatever the price is for a new read, and the read is August 7th, giving away $10,000 worth of sofas. August, the next week, August 14th is, is couch day. Like, clean up. Clean up. Clean up, and, and, and you could do a very simple thing. You could price it appropriately and be like, we are doing the buy one, get one free sale. We, have a, we will have all the get one free products in the front. You buy any product that matches that price, you get an equal value of the free section product. You buy a $1,500 couch, you get a $1,500 couch for free because you price it. You know that that couch is really 350 but if it was 1500 at one point, and they're gonna say like, well that's not 15, but still it's free. Still you got already good prices. Yeah. And all you're doing is you're inducing it to sell more of something else. Mm -hmm. You have ammo. That's that is huge. I mean, that could be the 250k that you can fund. Oh, almost like Every a scratch off. Right. That's it. Still 20 percent off. You're getting. People respond to free boy. Yeah. Free but, but, gets people going. Especially where we are. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm willing to bet that part of that 500k to a million, not everything is. Like there, there are pieces in there that you can probably. I'll see you guys soon. Be unique. Thank you. Such a pleasure. How's it going so far? Good? Yeah. Good. Great. Thank you guys. Thank you. Hey, podcast. Uh, good afternoon. Good morning. Uh, hope your workout is going well. Hope this flight is crazy.
crushing it for you. I know so many of you listen as you travel. Uh, wanted to talk to you about Vayner Mentors, uh, the new product offering at Vayner Media. Uh, so many of you on the podcast have been asking me, looking through my email, so many of you have been asking me like, hey, my business is doing a million bucks. How do I get it to 10 million? A lot of you know my story of building my dad's business from three to 60 in a short period of time. I'm getting a ton of questions. You might have saw the video on Facebook, but I know a lot of audiences just living on the podcast. Go to garyvee.com slash Pod. There's an S in the mentors, Pod. GaryVee.com slash VaynerMentorsPod to get information on our new consulting offer at VaynerMedia. I promised my CFO that I'd get a bunch of customers for it. Uh, VaynerMedia is completely flabbergasted by the results we're seeing from 4Ds and VaynerMentors so far. And I know that at least one to five of you who are listening, of the millions that are listening to the podcast, are in that place right now where you have not been able to grow your business from that one to five. Basically the goal of VaynerMentors is if your business is doing one to five million in revenue and it has been doing that for the last two or three years, you're kind of plateauing. We've created a consulting product that ranges in the range of like 150,000 to 500,000 to get you from three to 10, three to 20. We've taken some of the best experts from VaynerMedia to put it on it. I would highly recommend if this is your reality to go to garyvee.com slash VaynerMentorsPod. VaynerMentors with an S, P-O-D, garyvee.com slash VaynerMentorsPod.